Hey guys, hope you all are doing well. We are the finance club of JBIMS batch of 2022. We are a bunch of people on a mission to simplify finance for you. Every Sunday we come up with a curated podcast that encompasses all the latest happenings in the field of finance for that particular week. For this week we dwell into the exciting world of IPOs that have hit Indian markets recently. We have seen over 40 IPOs in 2021 so far and there are many more lined up. People are highly bullish this time around. The wider perception among retail investors is that you can't lose money on IPOs at all. There is massive euphoria all over the world and not just in India. Let's take a deep dive into the IPO market and understand more about IPOs. Before starting our discussion about the massive number of IPOs that is being launched nowadays, let's first see what an IPO is and why do companies come up with an IPO. So each and every business needs some funding to run and expand further. At a very early stage, business owners put their own money and probably take some loan from the bank. Once the business start running successfully, the business owners uh, decide to share some part of their ownership in the business in the exchange of funding. The investors who invest at a very early stage are called angel investors. Further to expand its operation, uh, owners approach venture, venture capitalists for another round of funding. This is called a series A funding. Owners might uh, try for series B or C round of funding also. Further, once the business starts uh, showing great future prospect, the private equity investors invest in the business. Now, after a few years, the business still wants to expand further and needs additional funds. So the owners decide to offer shares to the public again in the exchange for funding. This is the first time that the company is offering shares to the public. So it's called uh, initial public offering or IPO. Apart from the additional fundings, another objective of an IPO is to provide an exit opportunity for the early stage investors. who want to exit the company's ownership at any point in this in this funding round the owners might take some lo- additional loan for funding but having ex- excessive loans on the balance sheet can have two disadvantages the interest cost eat out profits of the company and second if the company suddenly goes through a challenging period such as covid-19 that we have seen last year uh, the interest cost still needs to be paid even if the company is not making profit due to this reason owners prefer diluting ownership to raise funds Now why should anyone invest in IPOs? We have seen a huge amount of wealth creation by investing in a good company at a nascent stage. Let's get back in time in the year 2007. A small textile company based out of Bangalore came out with an IPO. It has been a 100 bagger since then, giving returns around 40% CAGR. The company which I am talking about is none other than Page Industries. You might not have heard about the company, but you would have used their product which is Jockey. Now for every company like Page Industries there are hundreds of Reliance Powers. This company too came up with a blockbuster IPO in 2007-2008. But unfortunately its stock is down by over 90%. So what differs these two companies? Page already had a profitable business and wanted to raise funds for future growth. Whereas Reliance Power on the other hand raised money on plants that were not even operational. And you can see what has happened to its share price now. Whenever you are investing in an IPO, you must check whether the company is coming up with an IPO for the right reasons or not. Right reasons means that they have some long-term vision for the company. You must also research the underlying business. You will find the details of this in the prospectus that the company files. It is a document of around 300 to 400 pages which shows all the details about the business and the industries. I'm not sure whether even 10% of the people go through it or not. If we see the trend 
of the last 10 years data of the number of ipos and the returns that nifty has given then there is a positive correlationship between them in the years when nifty has given decent returns we have seen more ipos coming up and in case of bad returns fewer ipos came just for example around 40 ipos came in 2021 till now when there is euphoria in the market whereas in 2030 only 4 ipos came when nifty has given 4 percentage returns around 30 companies have filed their ipos with effect from 1st july 21 to 15th august 21 uh, we saw the listing of zomato in july some of the popular ipos that we might see will be the paytm mobiquick and lic so this is all from our side for this week hope you get the best out of our efforts we will be bringing more such intriguing concepts in the following weeks as well and don't forget to subscribe our podcast on spotify and youtube this is finance club signing off let nothing come in your way towards financial enlightenment